I want to get close to everything. Out here on my own, in the middle of... That'll do. Right, I'll just lean in and look predatory. That's fine. That's that's what they want. That's what... Good deal. I could probably... Raise it up. Okay, guys. Don't know why I said okay. Let's start again. Uh, it's like those annoying people on Twitter that start with so. So, as if I'm going to say something really important now. You're not. Yeah, or you're mid-sentence. Or you've had a conversation with them, so you're kind of jumping in. So, anyway. Yeah, so anyway. Well, uh, hello? <laughs> Just met. I'll have a burger, please. Um, hi, guys. Welcome to this week's What Half. It's going to be slightly shorter this week. Not in height or length, but in time. Because we've not got a lot of time because we're in a rush. Because we're busy men, aren't we, it, Gareth? It's bloody relentless, mate. And I can't complain because I get bored easily. But yeah, it's pretty relentless at the minute. I get bored but, easily too. But but we, I mean, you, we, we like to keep busy, don't we? Because if not, we go a bit mad and start smashing mad. stuff up around the house. Exactly. And that the cost of living means it's expensive to replace it. Yeah. Yeah. How much is a vase these days and a, and a clock? Who knows? Who knows these things? But it's been just as mad in the world as ever. Um, it's just funny now, and I do even more so try and find find it difficult to to figure out what is real, like what's satire, what's comedy, and what's not. Um, yeah, it's getting more and more difficult to blur the line. So, do you want to go first? Let's do our first what half of the week. That's one of my questions, actually. I'm interviewing Scott Fisher, the um, the comedian. Uh, Scott Fisher, Tyler Fisher, sorry, the comedian today. Um, for it's going out on our Christmas Eve episode, so we just kind of we've been filming interviews with comedians each week leading up to it so we could put it out as, a, as an uplifting episode you know what i mean towards the end of the year yeah my name is taylor it used to be tyler but i killed that patriarchal man and i'm now a girl so i'm gonna do the most stereotypical girl stuff which is so offensive to women but not anymore because when a guy does it it's not a problem did you see how this works so i'm just gonna do girl stuff maybe i'll get like eight million followers on tiktok I don't know, maybe one day I'll interview the President of the United States and get him to say on live TV that kids should be able to cut their genitals off without any question. Oh, my God! Oh. Um, and that was one of the things I was going to say to him. Like, how do people do satire now? Because I see stuff and I'm like, well, I don't even know if that's a joke. That's, because... I suppose, the joke, isn't it? No. Yeah, well, that was the thing. Like, I find him funny, actually, very funny. And the only, one of the reasons I find him very funny is because everything he says could actually be real. Yeah. You know, it's like, but it, but it's funny because I know he's a comedian and I know he's being funny. But when you see people tweet stuff or you see people say stuff or, like, someone records a video of themselves saying, so, and then says something, I look at him and I think, I mean... Do I say what the fuck are you on about, or do I go? <laughs> That's good, because I don't know what it was meant as. I don't yeah. know if it's. I don't know if they believe it or whether they're trying to be funny. That's do you know what it is? A probably, minefield. A probably result of is everybody thinks now because we've got social media, and I find myself doing it. I think we all do it really now. Whoever uses social media is that we're always, the world's eyes are always on us, and we're always this. It's made you feel like the center of the world a little bit more than you used to thirty years ago. So when they go so. They assume in tiny somewhere in the back of their mind, not co- not consciously, that they've been people have been watching them in the meantime. 
But yeah. we're all watching ourselves. The people are actually there going... I wonder what he's up to. I wonder what they are going to say. Yeah. And they, they almost feel annoyed. Oh, God, so many people want to know what I've got to say. So... Yeah. And then we're all just listening to ourselves. Are. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And my no pronouns. one cares. No one gives a fuck. No one cares. No. Right, go on then. I'll start then, right? So, Scott Weiner. That's already funny. It's brilliant. Right, right. He's a senator, right? Which is insane in itself, given what he tweeted. So, I know sort of we've, we have this conversation, like, Twitter isn't real life, and there are some maniacs on Twitter, and there are some trolls on Twitter, and there are people there, like, as we've said, are just being funny, pretending to be, you know, these roles. But this guy is an actual senator. So I'm assuming, given that he's tweeting from his official senator account, that actually he believes what he's saying, right? Right. Now, so what is a groomer to you, you know? Uh, uh, well, depends on, on the subject matter. If it's a child, then obviously it's it's a, it's a paedophile who, who likes to sort of get in there young and kind of foster them into the position that they want them in. That sounds gross. But that is what a groomer is, you know, unless yeah. it's, you know, a, a dog groomer, which, you know, they're OK. I, I don't it's have a problem completely different. Dog. And I have a conspiracy theory that all, if you go on a dog groomer's, it's code and you go out the back and there's a bunch of Filipino. Yeah. Yeah, we're on, we're on shaky ground here, aren't we, <laughs> with, the, with the dog grooming community. Um, they listen in. But personally, I don't have a problem with, with um, dog groomers. Um, they're all right. But the actual groomers are, are a problem in my mind. But, uh, but Senator Scott Weiner's got another theory, right? Still so, funny. So he tweets this, totally unprovoked. Again, no, he just assumes everyone's waiting for his opinion. Right? <laughs> okay. The word groomer is categorically an anti-LGBTQ hate word. It's super homophobic, transphobic. It plays into the slander that LGBTQ people are paedophiles. It's no different than calling someone a faggot. Now, what he's done with a faggot is he spelt it F-A-G-G. What, like star this? symbol T. So he's taking the O out, right? So he's not actually said the word, but everyone knows the word he said. Why do people do that? I don't know. I, to be honest, the only time I ever do it is when you, you put fuck in a, in a tweet and then tweet, Twitter goes, do you sure you want to put this up? Because words like this you often get you banned, basically. You go, oh, I'll just stick a star in there then or use shit. Maybe but, that's why he's done it then. Maybe possibly. that's why he's done it. Or maybe it's one of those things where the people that he's thinks he's talking on behalf of in terms of that um, community will go at him if he actually uses the word. But if he just sort of like just mutes out one letter, then they're not offended. Um, well, but why he, don't you call them grommers then? But Well, yeah, why not just it, exactly. But he, he finishes the, the tweet with if you call someone a groomer, you're inciting violence against the LGBTQ people. Right. But what if they are a groomer? Exactly. It's not calling them. You don't call a race driver a race driver if he's standing at the bloody sandwich counter. He's a man having a sandwich. If he's racing a car, he's a race driver. If a groomer's grooming, he's a groomer. It's the action. You're not, you're not, you're not calling the person who wasn't born a groomer. It's the action that makes them groomers. So you notice them going, hang on a minute, they've been hanging around this car, this, um, this uh, playground for about 45 minutes here. They keep coming back every week, chatting to that young lad there and then taking him off. I mean, that, that looks a bit weird. We'll look into this. Looks like he might be a groomer. It's the action that makes him a groomer, not... He wasn't born with it on his passport. It, it is weird, though, isn't it? Like, I, I did, like, a closing monologue when I, I've written a closing monologue for this week's Right Now show, where I'm actually asking this question, and I'm asking it genuinely. Because, you know, like, if you call out Israel, 
say, for instance, you say something about the state of Israel killing Palestinians or, or annexing the Golden Heights, you get called an anti-Semite, right? Now, I get the reason behind that, because they want you to shut up. They and don't, want you, yeah. to, they don't know, want you to figure out that that doesn't make any sense if you really look into it, yeah. Well, exactly. But it's the same, you know, where you call out Zelensky, then you're a Putin sympathizer or a Putin shill or whatever. Call out immigration. You must definitely be a racist. And the reason is they don't want you to talk about those things. Right. OK, I get that. It's annoying being called names for speaking the truth. But whatever. I'll, I can live with it. So why does Scott not want people to talk about groomers? It's a good point there. And I, I think I know where you're going with this. And, I'd like uh, him to answer that question yeah. genuinely, because, like, you know, I'm not saying anything about Scott. I don't know who Scott is, really. I don't, I, I don't know anything about him. He might actually be a really nice bloke, but the point is, I don't know. I don't get what his angle is. Why don't you want people? Why are you trying to shut people up? Talking about that, yeah. yeah. He, 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 well, it could be he's told to. It could be that he's virtue signalling. Could be something else. But it's clearly nonsensical. Absolutely. It's very, very strange to you know because. Like the whole grooming thing is it, it goes beyond partisan lines. Like we've spoke about this before, where actually as horrific as it is, paedophilia, child trafficking, all this kind of dark, dark, dark stuff could actually be what brings this shite down because it, it's something that unites everyone. It doesn't matter if you're a multimillionaire or, you, yeah. or, or, or you're on the dole. It doesn't matter if you if you're, you know, if you're a conservative builder or I don't know, a left-wing Labour flower arranger. It doesn't really matter because if you've got kids, you've got kids, haven't you? So it brings everyone together. We go, look, we hate each other, but actually we're on point on this. We're on the same yeah, side. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with this. Yeah, But yeah. that's what they're trying to do, slowly erade that argument point to the point where we know that it's that push to kind of legalise it in a sense. And it's, it's fucking disturbing. And you just hope that people are seeing that. I mean, they are. They are across the board. You'd hope that's the one that, that, that never gets... Anyway, and I can't see that. That's well, it, deplorable beyond... Well, it doesn't matter if it gets legalised or not, to be honest, Richard, because what will happen is if someone does that to your child and you go, right, police, please, can you arrest them and put them in prison forever, possibly cut the bollocks off? No, no, it's actually illegal now. You're not going to go, oh, oh, sorry, I didn't realise. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, little Tommy, stop crying. It's fine now. Copper says it's legal. Yeah. That's not going to happen, is it? You're going to go... And, do what you're going to do to the fella. Yeah. Or, or female. Or the woman, this is yeah. obviously female groomers. but Or the woman um, dressed as a man or a man dressed as a woman. Well, there you go. But either way, you know, you, you'll you take care of it on your own. Of course you will. Yeah. And maybe that's what they want. More chaos. Yeah, yeah, possibly. But I, I just think that because there's so many of them at it up at that higher elite level, they want to be able to legalise it. But they, but they do it anyway. That. They do it anyway. And they just find themselves innocent. So I don't see why... I don't, you know, they're pushed to legalise it, which I agree is what is happening. I just, I don't see how that doesn't backfire on them. Well, it will do. You hope it will do, wouldn't it? That'd be their last, I mean, they'd be desperate times if they get to that point. But as your dad says, totalitarian tiptoe, they're doing it bit by bit. They're doing it softly, softly, which is a horrible way of putting it. Can um, you say, can you say totalitarian tiptoe ten times quickly? Totalitarian tiptoe ten times quickly. Oh. See what I did there? Yeah, you cheated. I didn't cheat. I circumnavigated. Oh, is that what you did? Yeah. You found a, you found a loophole. I found a loophole. Dutch government. <laughs> Apex have come out with a new logo. Have you seen it? Oh, of course you've seen it because you sent it to me. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, incredible, guys. And we'll play the video. No, we haven't got a video for this one, but we'll put the picture up. Um, guys, if you, <laughs> if you can't see the pattern in this, it's not actually a magic eye trick. 
that's clearly a swash sticker in the middle of and this is only like two weeks ago this this event it's, it's extraordinary and because we spoke the other week about the fact that they're renaming swastika mountain even though swastika mountain was named like hundreds and hundreds of years ago long before the nazis kind of stole that symbol from well, from from it's, it's a Hindu. I think symbol, it's a isn't it? Buddhism symbol. But what it's people need to realise is that they've after they do everything. It's when you look at it, and I've had some people comment that saying it's a symbol for peace. Well, it's not. Originally, it was, but what they've done is mirror mirror flipped it, stuck it around the other way. Obviously, mirror flipped it and tilted it. Um, so it's an inversion, literally, of everything peace, and it's also wonky. So. Um, basically that's what it is they've, they've flipped it around and, and tilted it and that's what the swash sticker is so it isn't a sign of peace because you've changed the um dimensions of the actual original sign but how how is how is no one aware of that it's difficult to do this research when you've got eastenders and coronation street on late at night but also what about the, the media so so you look at kind of say look at the british media um there's a there's people in in there that 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 obviously have proud Jewish heritage. They talk about it all the time. Mm. Why are they not going, hang on a minute, what's that over Macron's right shoulder? Well, they are in their head, but they won't speak it out loud. Why? It's weird. Because they don't want to be seen as a conspiracy theorist, Gareth. Because we're all anti-Semitic, every single one of us. And um, not that people know what that means, it's mostly Arabic languages, but um, let's not get that right. Let's not get anything right and just revert everything. I mean, of course I've seen it. I mean, I, I saw it on one of yours and I couldn't believe it. And you said in, on one of your tweets, can this be real? And then I went and obviously checked it out and looked on their website and found their links for their website. And it is, it's their logo. It's a swash yeah. sticker. I mean, it's it's no, it's, a, I don't know how to say it any other way. It is beyond absurd that people are going along with this. And this is, and the countries that are involved in this as well, Gareth, like this isn't just a little thing. This, so it was called, let me just get this up. So this whole thing was called a um, d -d 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 Nazi APEC 3. So it's the APEC, um, wait a minute. So yeah, it was the APEC Asians Pacific and Pacific Economic Corporation, always have shit names, is an important form for advancing the prosper prosperity of people and societies in the region. Um, together, APEC governments and businesses work towards inclusive... And sustainable growth. We didn't yeah. love those words. Don't they, they do by deepening economic cooperation. That basically means just making everybody poor together, improving the environment for trade and investment, and adapting and sharing innovative measures. That's basically look what we've done. Your Fucking friends? word salad. It's basically word salad. And the countries in this: Australia, Brunei, Canada, Chile, People's Republic of China, which is oxymoron. Hong Kong, China, Indonesia, Japan, Republic of Korea, Malaysia, Mexico, New Zealand, Papua New Guinea, great name, Peru, Philippines, Russia, Singapore, Chinese, Taipei, I can't, I've never heard of that one. Taipei. Taipei, okay, um, yeah, sounds right. Thailand, United States and Vietnam, we haven't had a go yet, but they're all the ones that are involved with this, this thing, and, um... They're allowing the Russians in, are they? Yeah, yeah. They are. Canada's there as well, obviously, because Macron's seen with it over his shoulder. But that's what it is. And it's got a swash sticker on it. Absurd. It's, it is insane. The thing is, like, I had it tweeted at me, right? And I saw it and I did go, what the fuck? So I did look into it before I tweeted and I found out that it was real. And then I thought about re just retweeting it. And then, but I know how people are. So they would see that and go, mm. 
fake news. So I just thought to myself, do you know what? If I just retweet it with this can't be real, then people might actually go, hmm, it's a let's good, have a look. That's and what then, you, I did, so it works. Yeah, well, that was my thinking, you know what I mean? And I just thought, Gareth Ike's often lying, consistently. Almost, almost always. <laughs> I better look into this. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I did go and look at it, because yeah, I didn't believe it was real. And that's where we're getting. Again, let's go back to the start. It's become hard to tell. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what else was crazy? Because obviously, I've quickly said then, you know, were the Russians involved? Because obviously, we just missed it with the last WhatsApp, this this missile attack mm. that, that hit Poland. It really is extraordinary, like, because two missiles hit Poland, blow some guy up in a tractor, I think, um, in Poland, which is horrific. So all the mainstream media immediately blames Russia. Zelensky blames Russia and says we need to act because Russia have attacked a NATO country. So therefore now, you know, we're going to, it's World War Three basically. And so then the US come out and said, well, no, nah, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was a Ukrainian missile, right? Um, and then the Polish come out and say, yeah, it was a Ukrainian missile. Zelensky still saying it was the Russians. He's still lying. А сьогодні російські ракети ударили по Польщі, по території нашої дружньої країни. Загинули люди. Прийміть, будь ласка, співчуття від усіх українських братів. Скільки разів Україна говорила про те, що нашою країною держава терорист не обмежиться? Still, and even after that, the US have just sent him another five billion. In, in, you know, casino chips. And it's like, okay, so let's break this down. You're all lying for a start. I try to start World War Three, but that's fine. He's got a nice green tracky top on, so everyone loves him. Yes, yeah. But, but if it had been Russia attacking Poland, hitting Poland, so that's a, non, a non-NATO member attacking a NATO member, right? So absolutely NATO, let's go smash the shit out of Russia. And then we find out it was Ukraine that hit Poland. So Ukraine is a non-NATO country. Mm. It hits Poland, a NATO country. Send the boys in? No. No, don't worry about it. No. Don't worry about it. It's just a farmer. Yeah. Don't it's, worry about it. It was an un... He was a casualty of war. It was an accident. You didn't mean to do it. Well, yeah. okay, even if it was an accident. Your president is not taking responsibility and he's still lying and saying it wasn't him. Yeah, and he's still coming out and pushing it. And that's the big headline that went around the world and most people still think, who haven't looked into it, that that was the case. They don't even remember the initial headline. And that's what they do. Like when you get these court cases with people, they put the initial headline on the front paper and then when it turns out not to be true, unless it's Prince Andrew, um, but I'm not saying it's not true. I, I still think it probably is. But anyway, they'll hide the... Um, hide, hide the... Um, later kind of i can't remember what word i'm looking for oh the retraction the, comes on the, page 42 yeah, yeah it's like right under the boobs and you're like i'm not i didn't even see the fact that he wasn't guilty there was tits in the way i have no idea didn't read any of that even when i cut it out and put it yeah. in the book the only country i could think about was nepal i couldn't even think about anything else <laughs> yeah that's it yeah definitely yeah. talking of um it's, it's a what if i've got later on but i'll say it now because it ties perfectly in with that fact that the retract the, the retractions go in like page whatever so did you see obviously this colorado shooting i think it was last week beginning of last week was it i wasn't so, there no you weren't there but it was on the news i don't know if you'd seen it aldrich faces murder and hate crime charges after leaving 17 people with gunshot wounds Officials say there could have been even more victims had it not been for an army veteran who immediately jumped into action. 
But basically, a guy's gone into a nightclub, an LGBT nightclub in Colorado, and he's just opened fire, right? Oh, yeah. And obviously massacred a bunch of people. With a gun. Let's with say a gun. It with a gun. Not so, he wasn't just happy to be there. So all these, obviously, media bobbleheads have all come out giving it the um, homophobic, transphobic, white supremacist, you know, all this, you know, stuff. Um, and, you know... No LGBTQ people are safe. You're not safe. You're hated. You know, try and get that in their heads because that'll, that, that, that'll help them. Um, and so, yeah, yesterday, the attorneys that represent them came out um, and they're non-binary and they use they, them pronouns, right? And I saw on Twitter a video of the uh, anchor on uh, um, CNN. It's obviously just come in as a breaking bit of news. So they've not edited it out yet. And so she reads this breaking story coming from the, you know, we've heard from the attorneys um, involved in the Colorado shooting. I'm guessing she thinks, right, you know, he, he, he was a MAGA fan or something. So he's almost relishing reading it out yeah. and reads it out saying that they're non-binary and they identify as X, Y, and Z. And um, her face is visibly, you can go on Twitter and watch it. Her face is visibly like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah. Cause <laughs> what you're, do I do with that? There's two ideas you... meshing in my head here. How do I react? Yeah. Story will disappear now. It'll yeah. be gone now. You'll bury it. So the You'll shooter was non-binary. Yeah. So all of a sudden, anti-LGBTQ doesn't work. Um, mm. White supremacy, all this sort of nonsense to sow division goes out the window. So they won't report it now. It'll be. It'll just disappear. It'll disappear in into the trash can of page forty-five. Was that the, um, Was that the person who tried to blow up his mum's house a few weeks before? She got an inflatable house. I don't know what's real anymore. <laughs> Mum lives on a bouncy castle. <laughs> Fucking yeah. hell. Yeah. Inflation is quite is sky high. It really you know, is. Borgage. Yeah. Nightmare. Um Disco Inferno, I've got written down. What do you think that could actually be? Ah, uh, right. Disco Inferno. So it's either a fire in a disco. Oh, yeah. It's close. Um or who sang Disco Inferno? Burn baby burn, Disco Inferno. No idea. I know the song. I don't know who sang it. I kind of want to say Gloria Gaynor, even though I know it's definitely not Gloria Gaynor. If your Gloria Gaynor knowledge isn't up to scratch, you are not really a true Disco. transgender. Disco Inferno. It was that sort of time, wasn't it? It, it was, was 70s, yeah. Um, it was by the Tramps. Was it? Oh, I'd never guess that. What are they doing singing? They should be rummaging through the bins. Exactly, yeah. The Tramps sang it. I want to see who's covered it, though. If I see Gloria Gaynor's name, I'm going to be all over it, mate. So, disc, while Gareth's looking for his pop quiz answer, Disco Inferno, I'll put a picture up now, is the <laughs> LGB gay pride flag that they've painted right over a fire engine. I mean, it is proper. looks like a fab lolly. What? One drove past me today on the A38, the what? Derbyshire one. Like that? Yeah. Oh, and I just looked. Way. I just looked out the sort of side, saw it, and just my instant thought was just put out a fire, mate. I wonder what they're spraying all over the place. Put out a disco inferno. Um, Tina Turner did a version. That might have been where I got the Gloria Gaynor from. I don't know why, but yeah. Yeah, I can um, see that. And um, Cindy Lauper did a version. I don't know. Did she really? I, I thought Jeremy did like two songs. Girls just want to have fun. And the other one, which was quite good. Really good song. Turn Back Time? No, that was Aqua. That was Aqua, but that's... I hope you guys are finding this riveting at home, that we're, this is what we do 
when we're out filming. It's something to do with time. It is definitely something to do with time. But... Lorper. <laughs> okay. okay. Is it as, t- as time goes by? As time goes Yes, it is. It is as time goes by, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Turn back time was R. Kelly and we don't speak of him anymore. Yeah, R. Kelly. Time after time it was. Time after time. Right. Uh, which is what I like about lock-ins. Yeah, they are time after time. Lock-ins. I like it. It's turned into a pub quiz, isn't it? It really has. This is pretty good. We should just do this now. Um, go on, then. Let's do your next one. Okay, I've just done a few in a row, haven't I? Okay, but, okay. all right, I'll the... go then. Genderbread man. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> go on. Yeah. Is that just what it says on the tin, isn't it? It just well, exactly what it says on the tin. Genderbred man. Um, let me. I should have. I should cue these up before. I have actually named them. Genderbred person. Obviously, not man. Fuck's sake. Don't be so bigoted, Richard. You're such a fucking. Oh, you ig- ignorant fool. <laughs> the genderbred person will see you now. NHS Trust can start sticking unscientific gender. <laughs> Identity posters up as part of inclusive of an inclusivity drive. Can't say that word. Posters featuring the hugely controversial gender genderbred person could be rolled out. Nice pun across the across an NHS trust. The diagram is used to illustrate the difference between gender identity, expression, sex, and sexual orientation. What's the difference with? I don't get. I'm confused already. But critics say it's unscientific nonsense. <laughs> Critics, I'm the critic of this. This so, is so unscientific is this, nonsense. Is this nothing to do with a biscuit then? Oh yeah, they've designed it round the gender gingerbread man biscuit, but they've changed it obviously. A um, muffin man. It can't say muffin, but critics say it's unscientific nonsense. The figure presents the idea that biological sex is a spectrum computer game. It's a computer, and that everyone has a gender identity. It's also been criticised for saying sexual orientation is based on gender rather than sex. What? What? Wait a minute. Sexual orientation is based on gender, not sex. Yeah, it's based. It's they're criticised for saying that. Sure, it's just based on individual preference. Uh, I I, I quite like them. Yeah, they're right, aren't they? Yeah. All right. Cool. What is your preference? Sexual preference would be better. Someone Orientation sounds on, like you've got a map out and you've got to find them. Like, I did a bit of orientating, orientating, orienteering in school. Year 8 camp, got lost in the woods. Gingerbread person, yeah, and there's a picture here, says gender, and it's got a little, you know the little gender sign with the round circle and the cross at the bottom with the two bits at the side? Top, that's around the willy bit. Yeah. Um, and they've even drawn the brain on here with gender identity linked to it. So that happens in the brain. Gender expression happens underneath the left armpit, apparently, or the right armpit. Sexual orientation is in the heart. Biological sex is in the um, sex bits. Um, so, yeah, that's the gender-bred person. Someone's just making shit up, aren't they? You, they get paid for this, and I am guarantee they get paid a lot more than what we do to oh, do that yeah, shit. Oh, yeah, a nice fat wage just to talk shite. 70 grand a year to draw gender-bred man. I'd do that. I'd do that. I'd do that every year. I'd do it at the bus stop. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I saw um, last night Tampax was trending, and I thought, all right, here we go. And what I just assumed it would be... There's all my wages gone. Yeah, I just assumed it would be, you know, 
something irrelevant. Someone said something. It offended someone, and so they boycotted. Right, okay, fine, whatever. They'll boycott it for a couple of days. So I clicked and, on it. and Until they need some, and then they'll go and buy some, right? Yeah. So, so I just thought, out of interest, I'll just click on it. So I clicked on it, right? And I, I must admit, I did go, oh, fucking hell. So this was a tweet from Tampax US, right? So for people around the world that aren't familiar with the brand, they're, they're a brand of tampons. They're probably the world's biggest, aren't they, Tampax? I mean, I'll, I don't know always... about the biggest, but they're definitely the most well-known. Yeah, always are quite up there, aren't they? Oh, I'm, not, I'm not that, like, do you know what I mean? It's been a while since I've used one. Um, but this was their tweet. You're in their DMs. So I'm assuming this is aimed at men. You're in their DMs. We're in them. What, their boots? As in, yeah, as in direct messages. You're in their DMs. We're in them. We're not the same. I don't understand what that sentence means. Well, it's saying to it's saying to men, isn't it? Like you might be in the woman's direct messages. Like you might be trying to get in there and talking to her, but we're actually inside her. As if it's a tampon writing it, which is just a bit bonkers. What is that? What is that about? What, I don't understand. Exactly. What does it even mean? It's bonkers. What so does it mean? A, I'm not trying to have an argument with the tampax pon. It doesn't make any sense. So then I saw. No, it doesn't, Gareth. I saw like someone commenting going. You, you like you're trying you're basically trying to almost sexualize a tampon which is weird because basically you're saying that the tampon's been there before you have what <laughs> is that what oh, you're saying are you not actually no no are you not getting what the actual tweets about i am totally confused like okay i need so, to go have a okay, lay down right? okay so i'm pretend i'm a tampon right absolutely right i've got right color top to be fair so i'm a tampon <laughs> And you fancy some woman on the internet, right? This... You, fa- you fancy them, right? Right, okay. So you're in their direct messages. You're there, like, worming your little way in. Hi, how you doing? I saw yeah. you last night looking great. Yeah, I wonder if you want to meet up. You know, you're trying to worm your little way in there, right? Wor- oh, oh, yeah, your little way worm in there. Yeah, exactly. Whereas I, because I'm this, I've been in there already, haven't I? That's what I just said. Yeah, but literally in but there. that's what I just said. Yeah, so that's what the ta- that's what the the tweet is saying. Yeah. You might you you're in her DMs, you're in her direct messages, but I'm actually in it. That's gross. It's mental. And so someone just sort of commenting on going, you do realise that periods aren't only kind of experienced by like hot twenty two year old women, like. That is gross. That's like saying olds have periods. Eleven year olds have periods. This is weird. Pit- this is weird. It's so strange, isn't it? That's like. Drawing a picture of a poo and saying, I've been in there already. I was born in there before you went in there. Yeah, so strange. I don't know how to follow that. Um, Elon Musk. <laughs> he went in the cupboard today and found loads of woke Twitter merch. It was quite funny, actually. So and he threw it all out, um, obviously virtue signaling, and he was in there. In, in the... I just find it funny that people like that are made to be... It's like trying to think of the Queen having a shit or Michael Jackson having a bath. No, that's horrible. Sorry about that. Um, well, if you someone... had a bath, you wouldn't see him, would you? <laughs> well, you get hair everywhere. Yeah, there would just literally just be some hair. <laughs> well, you... Someone really famous doing something very normal. That's what I was going for with that. Um, but he's just in the cupboard having a look around in the merch and he's like supposed to be Mr. Like, uh, Iron Man. And he's found a bunch of. T- I just find normal things for people that are supposed to be super normal really funny. What was why. the What was the merch? It was just a bunch of T-shirts that say um, hashtag #woke on them. 
Here we are uh, <laughs> at the at the merch thing, and there's an entire entire closet full of secret closet of hashtag woke t-shirts. <laughs> but whether he went and bought a load or got a load printed up just for that video, when you've got that much money, you really don't know what to do with it. Or Morgan Stanley doesn't know what you should do with it. You might just do it for a laugh, but it just made me laugh because it was just a really normal thing. Like he was at a kids' youth club having to look around. You know when you used to go in there and try and find the, the broken pork use? Root, rooting around, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's all very strange. But yeah, that was it. That's, that's it for Elon for this week. Well, it made me laugh because he's like obviously all about freedom of speech and stuff. And he tweeted like freedom of speech shouldn't mean freedom of reach. And it's like that's literally an L, um, an ADL like quote. Is that's, it? Yeah. That's that, that's their that's their whole campaign, and it's like you're, your free... <laughs> you're you're pushing freedom of speech while quoting the ADL. All right, mate. Fucking idiot to ADL as well. Uh, yeah, that black. Is his name? Can't remember his name. Green, green, black, green, green black, green, black. Um, just stop oil made me laugh this week. Um, a guy who was there up there on the the whole thing getting arrested, like they all are. Um, he his name was um Tom Gardner. He was twenty nine. Um. He was an eco-zeller who's brought the M25 to a standstill. But a couple of weeks before that, he was working for Rolls-Royce, which made me laugh. <laughs> it's just it's defense. So Rolls-Royce is accountable for 0.6% of the worldwide man-made carbon emissions, if you believe that, in 2019. So he was up there. He is near your way, up your neck of the woods. Oh, he yeah, was... Rolls-Royce is in Derby, yeah. Yeah, he was based at their Rains... Ramsway plant in Derby, yeah. which builds nuclear reactors for Britain's Royal Navy. And he was up there campaigning for Just Stop Oil, but he worked for, he worked for Rolls-Royce up until a couple of weeks before. He would have been getting paid very well as well. That's but what they've said here as well. Yeah. When, I, when I was a PT, if, if you got someone that kind of came in and inquired about PT and they worked for Rolls-Royce, you, you were like, wait. Yeah, no matter. I can get you wait. big, son. We can get we can yeah we can get some we can get a few sessions here, mate. Yeah, I can get you built. I can get you walking again, even though you've got no legs and you're an old. I can get you walking again, definitely. I remember um, trading a guy once. He was a proper unit, like he was rug, rugby build, massive guy, nice guy actually. And he um, his his issue was his cardiovascular fitness wasn't great. Like he could because he, he didn't know a lot about how to do that sort of training. Like the bulking, he was great at, so he didn't need any help with that. So he used to come to me like once or twice a week just for sort of basically interval training, cardio training, but trying to make it a bit more fun because he didn't enjoy cardio. So I was getting him kind of like, you know, flipping tires and shit like that rather than mm. just run, run on a treadmill. And he was about 22, I think. So he's just a fucking kid. And he had started at Rolls-Royce um, on an apprenticeship. And he was on like, I think he was on about 55 grand a year as an apprentice. And it was just like, what? We're in the wrong job. Jobs. Yeah, he was yeah. building. He was building um, jet engines. I think, if I remember rightly. But I remember just being like, "What?" The That's fuck? what that guy would have been on. So he's probably stashed away a few, and now he's uh, he's just stopped oiling everywhere. And then I get paid for that. Obviously, I mean, obviously, it's. it's oh, they'll be getting control. a few. They'll be getting a few quid. Yeah. It's ridiculous to think that they're not allowed in all these places to do all these things. But yeah, that was a, that was the Rolls Royce one that made me laugh. Um, and uh, you've got any more? Vanessa Feltz. She's a lady. Vanessa Feltz famously said, um, I don't know why people are, are whinging about having to take more than one jab. I would, I'd have 28. 28. I don't know where All she got that figure from. She just, just, just plucked out 
28. One in each brain cell. All right, then. Well done. Um, so her daughter um, has got the flu. That's bad, isn't it? And mm. hospitalised. Hospitalised with a flu, which is strange because age-wise, I mean, judging by Vanessa Felt's age, she's... I mean, her daughter's maybe... Well, she'd be younger than me and you, oh, I so imagine. she's in her mid-20s, maybe? Yeah, maybe maybe 30. But, um, but yeah, so she's, she's hospitalised with a flu, which is... You know, rare for someone of that age, to be fair. But there you go. She has, guess what? Flu. Uh, That's what she's got. Flu. She's 36. She's slim. She's fit. She's got two young children, a lovely husband. She's, 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 she started being incredibly ill, vomiting and vomiting and vomiting. We thought it was norovirus. You know, we thought it was the kind of thing that you just deal with at home. Um, she got sicker and sicker and iller and iller and iller. And in the end, you know, it was admitted as an emergency. She's still in hospital. She's still on a drip. We think she's finally turning the corner this morning. Um, so she took to this morning um, television to explain the fact that she had just had her flu jab. But thank God she did. Everyone else should have one because if she hadn't had it, she could have died. I, I said flu? My God, I said, she's had the vaccine, because she has. We had it together. We paid. We were just scared to get it this winter. We thought, right, we'll go in early. We'll get vaccinated. We got vaccinated together. I said, she's been vaccinated. He said, imagine if she hadn't. I saw some woman on there, doctor woman on there, saying exactly this. I mean, obviously, it's a rinse and repeat of the COVID nonsense. But do you think these people believe that? Some of them will. Some of them will be in, in, in that river that goes through Egypt. Um, the Euphrates. And some of them, that's, that's that's Iraq, isn't it? Iraq? I don't know. I was talking about denial. Oh, the denial. I thought the Euphrates and... Were they not... I don't know. No, you refer, you, Euphrates... River Euphrates goes through goes through Iraq. Okay, yeah, you're um, much better with that sort of thing than I. Well, it's the greater Israel, isn't it? It's the flag, the Nile and the Euphrates. Oh, yeah, it's it's the, yes, it's the, yes. the, yeah. yeah. That's another conversation. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, thank God she had it. Otherwise, you know... And you just think about it, you go... Okay, so what you've done is you've stepped out into the road, right, and you've got ploughed down by, I don't Vanessa. know, something... By some, your mum. Vanessa on a moped, like that I'd like to see. Right, so you've got ploughed down by Vanessa on a moped, and she's cleaned you up and she's put you in hospital. And then you, your mother takes to television to say she stepped out into the road, but thank God she did, because if she'd waited on the pavement, it might have killed her. Yeah, because I was going up there. Trying to take, try doesn't to, make any sense. Yeah. What do you mean? I was going up there trying to take some Brexiteers out, and then she'd have stood up there. Cool. Imagine the mess she'd have been in. It's it's extraordinary, isn't it? To to because but then I just think like, in terms of the people watching it, and also the presenter who obviously doesn't challenge them in the slightest. But the, if I'm sat there and someone came onto right now or they came onto deep dive and they said that, you'd go, sorry. Do you not think? Have you have you not thought the possibility? I mean. Hear me out. Call me a conspiracy theorist, but... Call, call me a conspiracy theorist, but do you not think there's there's an elephant in the room? Here? And I'm not talking about you, Vanessa. Just for... Just for come on. Let's be mature about this. Yeah, I saw her, actually, on um, Celebrity Wife Swap. Do you remember that show? Yes, you... I do. I've never yeah. watched it, but I knew of it. Well, her and her then-boyfriend, I don't know if they're still together... Um, swapped with Paul Daniels and Paul Daniels' wife. What's her name? What do you mean? So she, Vanessa Feltz and Paul Daniels were together. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think in the biblical sense. I think they just had to live together for a he couple of days. He cut his finger off. And um, <laughs> I think it was his finger. What was his? What Debbie McGee? That was the wife. She's quite pretty. 
She was very pretty, yeah. And and everyone always said, oh, she 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 was his magician's assistant, and everyone always says, oh, she was only with him for the money. And then actually, she actually really adored him, and and, and it was actually really genuine. But he he came across as like a real old school nineteen fifties husband, a bit of a knob. Um, and Vanessa Phelps just came across as such a cunt. Did she? Oh my God, such a cunt. And you know, very much a victim. And you know, being a woman, and it's like, yeah. What kind of victimhood are you talking about, um, millionaire Vanessa Phelps? Exactly, she's a mi- millionaire. Yeah, but he, Debbie McGee and her husband or boyfriend at the time got on really well and it was actually really sound. It's like, <laughs> she, he, he, he's had second thoughts, the lad. Oh, of course he has. Well, I, you would, wouldn't you, if you're Debbie McGee and you're getting that in your ear roll? I think every time she gets pissed, she's called Fuzzy Phelps. You reckon? Yeah, that's why. That's what they call her when she's pissed up. Or, on, or back on the old gear. Vanessa, Vanessa Felch. What is a felch again? I think it's it. Oh, right, oh, Garrett. I think we've said we've been through this in episode have... twenty-two or something. But I'll, 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 we'll go for it again. Well, I actually can't remember what a felch is. A felch no. is a Vanessa felch is when someone sucks on someone else's bum hole. <laughs> what are you hoping to achieve by doing that? What are you hoping to achieve by voting? Well, if, if, it's very much like felch, isn't it? Yeah. Let's do that then. Let's let's do a campaign. Of, um, Voted as Felchin. Yeah. yeah. Lower, lower the age of Felchin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't just lower your trousers, lower the age. Yeah, lo- That's the campaign it, slogan. Lower it to 16, yeah. So, I think you're allowed to do it whenever you want, mate, to be honest. I don't think what? there is a... Le- I, don't know, I don't know if it's classed as a sexual act. I don't How know these it? things. Oh, what was anyone getting out of that, though? Like, you know, like you can have like a, you know, there's certain things that happen between you and the person you love where it's very much giving on your part and receiving on their part. And then maybe you might swap around and kind just of just after payday, you mean everyone wins. Right. And so you give a bit, you receive a bit. Everyone's happy. Who's getting anything out of having their bum hole sucked? Because if I'm sucking your bum hole, it's fuck all in it for me, Rich. Right. And you must be stood there or sat there or whichever, <clears throat> bent over, touching your toes, going, what the fuck am I doing? There's the clip. There's nothing in it for you either. What's the point? I mean, anyone listening to this, please comment underneath if there, you know there's something in it for me and I'll look into well, it. Well, and but... then I, I don't get anything out of it either. Well, no, I mean, I don't I don't. Well, understand. isn't the male G-spot up the bum? Exactly. We don't want to suck it out, are you? Suck it out, chew on it for a bit and pop it back in. I don't understand. Oh, no, because that's the poo's been there before. Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, I understand whacking a finger up it. Like you say, if the male G-spot's there... Nerves. Oh, <laughs> Mike's gone. But I don't you know, I don't get what you're getting out of that. And, you know, sometimes I talk to people that say, you know, I enjoy what I've, but um, my wife doesn't necessarily enjoy it because it's a bit sort of, you know, dirty boy chat. And it's like, yeah, sorry about that. Sorry about that. But if you could listen to the person. first 30 minutes of this episode, you'd have been fine. But all the best stuff comes towards the end, quite frankly. What is in it for people? I don't know. Answers I don't know. Postcard. I don't know, Gareth. I didn't know about these things probably till in my mid twenties, and then um, I, then that was a shock. Yeah. Jokes aside, though, <laughs> what what do you think about lowering the age of voting to sixteen? Is, um, is it is it just a case of just? I don't trying... think it really matters anyway. No, that's what I mean. Whether it's just trying to get more left wing parties elected because the youngsters will always vote for a left-wing party nine times out of ten. Yeah, that's or, what will happen. 
Yeah. Yeah. Or is it just it doesn't fucking matter anyway, but it gives youngsters the illusion of having a say. That's probably, it. That's probably a, a little from column A, a little from column B. Yeah, probably. yeah. yeah. I think you're exactly right. None of them. They'll think that they're being treated as adults, like which is what we, I was saying in a podcast recently. They're treating adults, children like adults, and adults like children. So I think it will happen. Yeah, they're they're inverting that, and um, they're infantilizing adults, which they did through the whole COVID thing, and then they're treating treating giving children the responsibility that they don't really have the emotional capabilities to handle, and then it's fucking them up. Um, so yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. So yeah, that'll happen. But as we know, voting doesn't make any difference anyway. Not not on a global level. I, no, I think on a local on, level. Yeah, it does. on a local level, if you can elect a councillor that you kind of know, um, that is a genuine guy or a genuine woman that has a kind of you know, their arts in the right place. That's slightly different, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. I think on a local level, it absolutely does. But they'll only go so far up the up the temple bar, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think you could see as well, like, you know, when you look at, like, national governance, nothing fucking changes. It doesn't matter who comes in, nothing gets better, everything gets worse. But when you look at, and this was interesting because this was the kind of time around um, Corbyn running, and this was just after the Brexit referendum. And I was kind of thinking, you know, Corbyn would be better because he's, he's although he kind of flip-flopped a bit during the the thing he never you know I, I think he actually voted personally to leave the eu and he was always very anti-eu for the whole entirety of his political career so i wanted him to be prime minister based on the fact that he, at least he was anti-eu and mm. therefore he might deliver a better brexit or at least attempt to as opposed to having theresa may who's an ardent remainer you know and look at that shambles as it turned out um and then i was pointed towards local councils and actually labor councils are horrendous like there is actually a genuine difference where if a Labour council is in charge, it's a fucking horror show. Very woke. Very woke and very fucking useless. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it just and and you can actually tell the difference. Yeah. We we know that there's there's at the top that kind of only goes so far. Like you've got uh, just an example that Ron DeSantis comes out and he's 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 the new saviour, he's the new Trump. Well then he's he's actually here getting a um award from the zionists so in december the 16th 2019 ron DeSantis, i was honored to receive the zionist hero award for what just having a nice jacket on looking quite handsome here um, at the heroes for israel dinner they've got a dinner um i will continue to work to strengthen florida's long-standing relationship with israel as well as combating anti-semitism conflating the two again and discrimination against our Jewish community. So they're conflating Jewish, anti-Semitism and Zionism all in one sentence. They're not the Obviously. same thing. Obviously. So this is the this is the trick. So you don't need to be a Zionist to be Jewish and you don't need to be a Semite to be Jewish. Um, Jewish is a faith that me and you could decide to be Jewish tomorrow. Most um, most Zionists aren't Jewish. No, most they're Zionists not. are Christian Zionists. Absolutely. Yeah. And most Jewish people aren't Zionists. So it's... Or people of Jewish faith. And certainly not Semites. It's It's... It's convoluting all of that in an area, but my my big point was that was Ron DeSantis is just the same as everybody else. And this was two thousand nineteen. Why, the, the, why they wouldn't get there? They wouldn't get there otherwise. I mean, I celebrate things that he does, um, and I prefer him to Trump based on the fact Trump just says a bunch of shit and does fuck all. Whereas Ron DeSantis, in terms of freedom throughout COVID, actually did stuff that he said he would do, and in terms of protecting kids against, you know, the sexualization and stuff, he's he's done it. 
So on that level, you know, but for me, like you can, you know, just because you do good stuff doesn't mean you're fundamentally good, I don't believe. But then at the same time, you know, I don't think you should also throw the baby out with the bathwater in the sense that I don't, all of a sudden I don't like art because Hitler was an artist. Well, no, you can still like art and not like him. Mm. You know, people have that kind of issue, don't they? Yeah, Where yeah, they that black and white tribal issue, yeah. thing. Yeah, black and white thing. I, I think you'll get to a certain point and then you'll realise that he's only got so much pull and power. And I think people really need to realise that these people are born into this sort of thing. So they think more, this is more, less controlled than actually they, they feel like it. See, I mean, there was good evidence that he might have been skull and bonesman. Um, so maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But still, as you say, he's been doing a lot. Look to his, look to what he's done so far. That's the only red flag for me so far anyway is the, the Zionism thing. And to be fair to him, he looked very uncomfortable standing there. But, you know, we'll find out, won't we? Yeah, that's it. You know, you know where, you're, where, you're, where your bread's buttered in terms of, you know, um, was it uh, Senator um, McKinney came out, didn't she, a long time ago, saying that her, her political career was on the up and the trajectory was through the roof. And, and, and then she was told to sign her allegiance to Israel, which mm. she refused. And then the rest is history. Yeah, that's why they're called... Red Shield, and that's why they're the gatekeepers. Guys, so I hope you enjoyed this week's What Have, slightly shorter one, and we will speak to you in two weeks' time, remember. Don't go mad, go mental. Absolutely.